G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Joining me in the studio is my good friend who is a part of a movement called Global Outreach Day. Stu Miller is also the founder of Train to Proclaim. And uh, next month in May is one of the largest mobilizations of evangelism in the world, in history. And uh, let's have a little look at some stats here. In Africa, there are now 500 million Christians. In South America, there are 500 million Christians. In China, 100 million plus believers. In amongst wars, famines, pandemics, and natural disasters, people are coming to Christ in amazing numbers. And this year for Global Outreach Month, we're believing it's going to be the biggest ever. Throughout the entire month of May, Aussies are being invited to participate in the global uh, the biggest global evangelism mobilization effort ever. And uh, Stu's going to tell us a bit about it today. But before we get into that, Stu, welcome along, mate. Tell us what you've been up to lately. Thank you. Hey, Matt. Great to be here. Well, I haven't been on, on the show for a little while. Yeah. I've been uh, three months in New Zealand over uh-huh. the summer um, and then uh, got back for two weeks and then I was off to India for two weeks mm-hmm. and then I've been home about a week. So it's uh, maybe a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm, I'm losing track. Mate. It's just uh, <laughs> different time zones. and Yeah. yeah it's so tell a... us about India. What have you been doing there? Uh, India, been fantastic. Uh, we've been um, running training events, teaching people how to share the gospel. That's what I do full time. Mm-hmm. So um, I've got a number of workers over there and we did a training camp at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was a real privilege to be able to go and watch these guys run training events, run mm-hmm. seminars and, and churches. Uh, hundreds and hundreds trained. Hundreds rich with the gospel, mm-hmm. many given their lives to Christ. It was an amazing time, very busy time. Every day, like dawn to dusk, we were just uh, going for it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, just just an amazing time to to uh, see these guys be equipped. Now, the, tra- the training everyone with the G Seven app, which you know, mm-hmm. if you've heard one of my shows before, you know what the G Seven app's all about. But mm-hmm. it's in ten different Indian languages. Great. So, which is just awesome because um, I don't know whether you know, but in in India, Modi, the the government there is um, not really positive towards Christianity, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, there's a whole lot of anti-conversion laws that that are being used against Christians. There's a lot mm-hmm. of persecution. Christians, mm-hmm. my team's been beaten up. Uh, three or four times, uh, you know. So it's there's some real, real persecution happening there. But um, with the G7, instead of running a crusade or st- preaching on the street or something where you're likely to be arrested mm. uh, or you know s- some serious persecution come your way, um, people can sit down on the street and they can, hey, mate, have a look at this, you know. And yeah, they can be. Good. It's very discreet, you know. You're yep. sitting beside someone. Policeman walks past. They have, have no clue what you're talking about. They don't know that you're yeah. sharing the gospel. That you could be showing a picture of your family or funny thing on Facebook or yeah. anything. You know, that's yeah. the discreet thing about the app. So, mm. yeah, it's a great tool, and it's in their own language. Most of the tools coming to India, of course, are from the states and they're mm. in English. And to have things in their own language is just gold. So, uh, yeah, it's a privilege to be able to to uh, work over there. It's great. And which part of India? Uh, we went to Chennai, Mumbai, and Gujarat this mm-hmm. time. Gujarat uh, is uh, under a lot of persecution. A lot mm-hmm. of the, the north of India is under a mm-hmm. lot of persecution. So, uh, yeah, so Christians, man, I just take my hat off to them. They just go out there with the gospel. They seem mm. 
fearless. They just, uh, you know, they, they get beaten up. You know, um, my full-time worker in, in Bangalore, his bike was burned. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they took his bike and it, it would already repaired it once because someone had taken to it with a lead, lead pipe. And wow. this time it was burnt. So, uh, you know, it was just, yeah, they just they just put their lives on the line and they, mm. they go for it. And, mm. and so uh, it's an inspiration for us in the I th- West. I think we in the West can learn a lot from India and China and Africa and, you know, other yeah. nations. Uh, th- there seems to be a lot more boldness mm. that, uh, you know, people come to Christ and then they know they're actually meant to tell others yep. and so they actually do it. They do. <laughs> and they do. They, they, they'll even travel. Yes. They, they'll even just, you know, come to Christ, get trained, yep. and then they'll just go and plant yep. a church somewhere. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then they'll lead yep. someone to Christ who will then – Get the same thing, and then they'll yep. go plant a church, and it's multiplication, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's, it's, it seems like in the West we've got tons of resources and we've mm. got tons of knowledge. Uh, we've got all our Bible colleges and we've got stuff, and we sort of go over there, and these guys don't know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, they, they can't explain the gospel very well. They, they, you know, you talk to them about theology, and they, you know, because they're, they're new Christians, but they know that God's changed their life, and yeah. they know that they've got to go and tell others, and mm. it's like they do. So that they've got action which we don't have in the West you yeah, know, yeah, in yeah, general. Yeah. There is yeah. people going out and sharing the gospel. But by and large, the church is very inactive as far as gospel sharing goes. Mm. But they're very active, but they don't have the knowledge or the resources to make it happen. If we can bring those things together, it's a, it's an awesome combination. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we can yeah. certainly learn from uh, what God's doing there and pray that it'll happen here, that we'll be activated over here yeah. in our churches. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so one, one story is uh, my full-time worker, the same guy who had his bike burned, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I rang him up. We have a meek, weekly phone call just to see how he's going. And, and uh, he had, he'd gone to Orissa, which is where, you know, churches are being burnt and pastors are being killed and mm. things are, are happening. There's real persecution going on there. They've got a, a covert team working away there. And mm-hmm. I didn't even know he was in Orissa. He just, like, just went there, you know, it's, it's so, so random. Mm. But anyway, I said said to him, he said, oh, I've got to go. I've got to go. My train's leaving. And, and, and I said, oh, your train, where are you going? He says, I'm going to Punjab. I said, Punjab? What, what are you? He said, oh, yes, yesterday a friend of mine rung me from Punjab. He's got a group of people who wants me to train with the G7 and, and get going and evangelism. And I'm like, okay. He said, I'll send you my ticket. Anyway, he, said, he WhatsApps me my, my the yeah. ticket. And guess how long the train ride is to Punjab? How long? 43 hours. Oh, my goodness. 43 hours. I'm looking at it going, he's just jumped on the train and he's going to travel for 43 hours to go wow. and train a group of Christians to wow. share the gospel. Yeah. And, um, you know, like we, we can't give up a, a Wednesday night to go out for evangelism <laughs> training over here in the West, you know, like and it's just amazing commitment. So they're, yeah. they're, they're inspirational. Oh, absolutely. That's so yeah. awesome, mate. And I know you've spent some time in New Zealand as well. Yep. Tell us what's uh, – what have you been up to over there? Yeah, New Zealand's uh, had an amazing time in New Zealand. Of course, they, we had a couple of earthquakes and a couple of cyclones while we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was exciting as well. Um, but, yeah, just traveling around the country, mm. uh, running training events, speaking in camps and, and, uh, and uh, yeah, churches, mm. teaching mm. people how to share the gospel. Had a couple of uh, seminars canceled, unfortunately, because of the cyclone had gone through places and mm-hmm. people were displaced and had nowhere to go and mm. everything was chaos. Uh, you know, with the cyclones. In fact, I couldn't even get through in the in the the roads mm. to some places. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, overall, just a fantastic time. Got mm. plenty of opportunity to to um, to train and equip yeah. people with the G seven. It was great. And one of our friends, Dave Mann, that you do a lot of work with yeah. in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, he's had a 
a project uh, getting the gospel into letterboxes over Easter. Tell us about that. Yeah, Hope Project in mm-hmm. New Zealand. Fantastic. Uh, every year, I think he's going going six, seven years now, mm-hmm. every year he's been getting a booklet into people's mailbox. And, and sometimes um, he's done a, a booklet another time of the year as well. So, But at least once a year, mm. which is just a fantastic effort for every home in, in New Zealand, mm-hmm. reached with um, a booklet. Now, the booklet's are, sort of got some ap- apologetics arm to it, you know, like talking about, is God worth believing in? Is he worth exploring? You know, trying to get people to stimulate people to think about God and eternity and things like that. A um, little bit of a gospel message in there as well, mm-hmm. to you know. And um, so, yeah, t- terrific booklets, mm. uh, really well written, um, connecting with people today, uh, good quality. A lot of lot of talk about the history of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of people don't understand the history, or, or history's being revised, unfortunately, today. Mm-hmm. But it's the Christian missionaries that came in that that had such an impact on New Zealand mm-hmm. that formed it into the nation that it has today. You know, mm-hmm. the Treaty of Waitangi in New Zealand, for example, it's the only country in the world that's got a treaty. Uh, often, you know, c- c- uh, people who colonised the a country just came in and wiped out people, and or, there was all sorts of atrocities happened here in Australia and mm-hmm. all around the world. But in New Zealand, when those atrocities were happening, the missionaries wrote to the Crown and they said, something's got to be done about this. This is terrible. And that's when you know the treaty was initiated. And then Māori became uh, citizens in New Zealand. They had the same rights as every other person and they couldn't just be killed and with no consequences and that sort of thing. So there was protection given there. Mm. Um, at one point, over half of Māori uh, had become Christians because they, they heard the gospel, they responded, and then wow. Māori missionaries went around New Zealand. But that transformation that happened, you know, free education for all, uh, you know, uh, you know, Kate Shepherd bringing in uh, the whole thing of, uh, again, New Zealand was the first country in the world to have um, women voting. Mm, and so mm. it was because of a Christian person who did that. But the whole ethos that we're all valuable before God, doesn't matter whether you're black or white, you're male or female, we're all made in the image of God. And Christianity mm. is the great leveler. Mm. And a lot, a lot of people don't realize today is that the rights that we have, you know, to free education, free mm. health, um, you know, to, to you know, to, for everyone to vote, mm. all these sort of rights that we have were brought and fought for by Christians in the past. Mm. And so telling those stories is wonderful because mm. people actually go, you know what, all these things we take for granted actually yeah. is is because of a Christian heritage mm. that we have. Mm. You know, the Christian heritage, unfortunately, today is being bagged. Yeah. We're yeah. the bad guys in society. And we're, <laughs> you know, like, you're a Christian, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it can be looked down upon, but you just sort of ask some questions, you yeah. know. All the rights and, and freedoms that you have today are because of Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naturally, yeah. you know, they don't happen in a na- in a natural co- you know culture. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm curious to ask you about the Jesus Revolution, right? So there's yeah. a movie coming out soon yes. about the Jesus movement, and you know, next week, Pastor Greg Laurie, absolutely awesome. I've seen it; it's absolutely brilliant. Can't awesome. wait to to uh, looking you know, forward to seeing get it. people to it. Um, but you just got to think about the influence of New Zealand, right? Mm-hmm. You got Ray Comfort. Mm-hmm. You got Stu Miller. Uh, you've got people like uh, Phil Pringle, yeah. um, you know, the Hillsong guys, you know, you've got, uh, uh, who, who else is there? Trevor Chandler, you yep. know, I mean, there's so many preachers. Phil Baker, who used to be in, per- mm-hmm. you know, so many great preachers I can think of. Oh, yeah. And good things come out of There was a real move of God <laughs> in the 60s and 70s there in the middle of the Jesus movement. Yep. Um, tell us, a, give us a bit of history of that. You know, what what happened? Well, <laughs> it's yeah, amazing, yeah. isn't it? Well, it is amazing. And, uh, you know, we've we've exported quite a few to Australia, as you've mentioned, quite a few of those names. And, yeah. uh, you know, but, but God just did an, an incredible yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and the, the church was awakened. Yep. And, you know, mm. you know, 
the gospel went out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's mm. it's uh, and the church grew. Yep. Uh, and for, it'd be great if these things just lasted forever. That's but right. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think we get in the way of God's plans and yeah, and yep. somehow stuff things up, or mm. you know, we, we go for a while and then we mm. lose enthusiasm. And mm. but you know, this is this is the age old story. You read the Old Testament and the Bible, and you got the children of Israel, where you know they they have incredible miracles happen, the yeah. parting of the Red Sea, the, yeah. the, you know, all this stuff happens, and then they. Go and serve some other gods, yeah, you know. Like yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moses disappears for a, for a, you know few days up on the mountain, and the mm. next minute they've, they've made a, a golden calf and they're worshiping that, and you're like, mm. what the heck? Yeah, yeah. So we as human beings, unfortunately, and even in the church, we you know we've got to keep our eyes on Jesus. That's right, and amen. That's, uh, amen. that's the thing, isn't it? I actually, just had someone just say to me last week, um, sharing a definition of revival that I'd never heard before. Mm-hmm. They said revival is when people get rid of their idols. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's actually a pretty good definition, you know, because when you do get revived and you walk with God, yep. you, you turn from all your idols mm-hmm. and you put God first, you know. So I thought that's a pretty good definition. Yeah. Uh, right. Now, you and I could get carried away talking about all sorts of things, all, but, yeah. but we want to talk about uh, Global Outreach Day, and it's throughout the month of May. Yep. Uh, for those who don't know uh, about Global Outreach Month, tell us all about it. Okay, so it started with uh, Global Outreach Day, you mm-hmm. know, because there was, um, for those who don't know the history, it, you know, there's all sorts of global out, uh, global days, isn't mm-hmm. there? There's Global mm-hmm. Day of the the Whale and Global mm-hmm. Day of the Toilet, you know, like it's <laughs> unbelievable. It's flushing a flushing success, that one. It's yeah. a yeah. flushing <laughs> success. <laughs> Sorry. We better not get onto puns no. on that one. <laughs> it's all going to go down the drain. <laughs> it's going to go straight down the drain. <laughs> this is going down very fast. Yeah, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so we've got all these global days, and you know Christians haven't got any global day. Mm. And so um, a couple of German guys, um, the founders Werner, uh, and he, um, he he thought, let's have a global day of out- outreach. Mm. Great. Let, let's get Christians all around the world focusing on that day, reaching out with the love of Jesus Christ, mm. Mm. sharing the gospel. Uh, let's have lives change, you know. And so mm. it just grew and grew, mm. and now it's the largest evangelism mobilization effort in human history. It's it's huge. Uh, there's so many people that are you know involved. I mean, there was over 50 million Christians involved last year. Wow. You know? And then um, now with the prayer movements getting on board, they're mm-hmm. teaming up with prayer movements. Cause of course, prayer and evangelism go right together. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very important. Uh, there's going to be over 100 million Christians involved this year in May just in the prayer alone. Now, obviously, wow. everyone in the prayer movement encouraging you know action as well, going out and sharing the gospel, sharing Jesus mm. with other people. So this this is going to be the biggest ever, Matt. And um, so, yeah, really huge. If people want to find out more, uh, the website is globaloutreachday.com.au for mm-hmm. Australia, yep. or there's gomovement.world for the worldwide website. Yep. Uh, and uh, we're going to be... Uh, chatting a bit more about it through the next 45 minutes or so. Uh, so we're going to open the phone lines now. If you've got a question about evangelism, uh, maybe maybe you, you want to tell us, you know, I mean, Stu and I were just chatting off air before. Why is it that people are scared to share their faith? Why is it that people aren't willing to share their faith? Maybe you want to help us answer that question today. Uh, why is it in Australia that because it, it's something like only five percent of Christians share their faith. Is that right, Stu? Is about that? Well, yeah. Mm. Uh, well, it's less than that. Less than that. Um, oh yeah, my goodness! Yeah. I, was, I was being evangelistic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Campus Crusade for Christ statistics say yep. that only two percent, two percent of Christians regularly share their faith. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it might be like more like five percent that have shared their faith. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, the majority of Christians are not regularly sharing their faith by yeah. a long stretch. And our guest is Stu Miller. 
the founder of Train to Proclaim and the G7 app. If you haven't yet got the G7 app, it's available in your app stores. It's a great way to share the gospel. And he's also part of Global Outreach Day. Now, the website is globaloutreachday.com.au if you want to find out more about how to share your faith in the month of May this year. It's a massive evangelism effort around the world. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call, 1-800-316-316. And we've got Kimbra from Hobart. How are you, Kimbra? Yes, really well, thank you. What would you like to chat about? Um, so I was thinking if you asked me that question in the street, I would possibly say, yes, fear of judgment and criticism, um, because I have been a Christian since 1990. And yes, uh, I feel a bit... Well, quite guilty because I'm one of those Christians that know bits and pieces about the Bible, but I don't read it enough. Um, yeah, I'm a bit hot and cold, and yeah, but I would never ever let go of God. Well, Kimber, thank and, you so um, much for your honesty. I think there's a lot of Christians that would feel the same, you know. Um, we're, we're asking the question today why don't Aussies share their faith? So you've talked a bit about fear of judgment as well. Stu, what's your comments on that? Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people find fear <coughs> as a big factor as to why they don't. They're scared to step out. But, uh, you know, we've got, to, we've got to get to the point where our fear of God is greater than our fear of man. Mm. And, uh, you know, um, Jesus said, if you deny me before, you know, man, I'll deny you before the Father. And if you, you know, so that is a, a scary scripture to, mm. to sort of look at. And I sort of think, you know, um, when we look at the scriptures and we read scriptures like greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world, you know, um, how beautiful are the feet of him who brings good news. We're going to say this is a beautiful thing. This yeah. is good news we're bringing to people. Yeah. This is not bad news. Mm. This is good news. Mm. Uh, it's a wonderful message. And, you know, I think if we deliver it in the right way, then there's a lot less negativity that comes your way. And that's yeah. why I found some of the methods that I used to use in evangelism sort of a very confronting and provoke a lot of, you know, reaction back and you have to have this argument, this fight. Yeah. But I think, you know, since using the G seven, for example, it's so gentle and mm. the spirit is different. You're sitting beside someone, hey mate, have a look at this. You know, this is mm. what the Bible says to us. It's mm. not me versus you. Mm. It's not front on, you know, arguing against my point of view to yours. It's like this is what the Bible says to mm. us. If you've got a good tool like that, I've found it it eliminates a lot of that. And so it reduces the amount of fear that you have because yeah. you, you don't think people are going to react that badly. So yeah. Um, and particularly if someone's feeling a bit hot and cold or, or I'm not sure what to say, you know, I need some training, it's a, it's a great way of doing it. Mm. Thanks so much for your call, Kimbra. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great Thank day. Thank you. And if you'd like to call through, phone lines are open on 1-800-316-316. We've got Bruce from the South Coast. How are you, Bruce? Um, good, thanks. What are your thoughts, mate? Well, you just raised a couple. One is fear in people. I think a lot of um, Christians are afraid that when they get up and share their faith, they're going to offend somebody, or they could even think, I don't know enough to do it. And what you've said is true. They need training to step out. And when they step out, it's hard. But every step you take, you start to enjoy it. Mm. Mm, that's good. Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on that, Stu? 
Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree, Bruce. And I think there's a lot of people who, you know, really have got a heart to share the gospel. They want people to come to know Jesus. But it's like, well, how do you start the conversation? When you do have a conversation, what do you say? What is this gospel that we're supposed to be sharing with? And how do I say it in a way that non-church people will understand without using all my religious jargon? And so that really needs some some pre-planning and, and training. It needs mm. some equipping to be able to do that. We've, we've actually got an event coming up, as, as well as the G7 app, which is obviously really good for doing this, that anyone can download. We've got, a, we've got a, a, an event coming up called Go Train, mm-hmm. and there's nine evangelists uh, sharing on nine different topics or different ways to share the gospel. And um, you can go to, you can register at the um, Facebook Go Pacific, uh-huh. um, Go Movement Pacific page. Just type that in and you'll, you'll come to it. It's a red lo- logo. But that's going to be live on TBN on the 29th, the last Saturday of, of, um, of this month, uh-huh. 29th, so in 15 days' time. It's uh, between 12 p.m. and 3 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. So it'll be different times depending on where you're listening to around the country. Mm-hmm. But uh, nine evangelists, only 20 minutes each. Yep. Uh, so that's short, sharp. It's like TED Talks, you know, like yeah, great. nine TED Talks from nine experienced evangelists mm-hmm. on different topics to help you to be equipped. Mm. So I uh, ho- hope that you can tune in, Bruce, and, and others that are listening. All right. Okay. Good on so you. I think one thing, people got to Good on you, Bruce. Thanks for listening to what. Sorry, mate. You listen to what's being said. Yeah, and and you can get a pick up from what people say as a way into evangelism. Yeah. So anyhow, I live with you, and I just pray it goes well with you. Thanks, mate. God bless you, buddy. Our guest is Stu Miller from Train to Proclaim, and Stu is uh, the man behind the G Seven app, a great app for evangelism. Uh, it's in many different languages. It's available in all the app stores, so you can search up the G Seven app. And also, he's part of Global Outreach Day. You can go to globaloutreachday.com.au to find out more. And it is uh, a massive uh, evangelism mobilization effort. And uh, it's all throughout the month of May. So we're taking your calls today. If you've got any questions about evangelism, we're asking the question, why is it that only about 2% of Christians share their faith regularly? Only about 5% of Christians have shared their faith, according to some uh, data. But why is it that so little percentage of Christians share their faith? We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call, 1-800-316-316. And we've got Sharon from Kilcoy. How are you, Sharon? Oh, I'm very good, thank you. What, what are your thoughts today? Well, um, the Lord himself has, taught, has trained me to proclaim. Um, when he first told me that I had to lift, leave from my housing commission house of 18 and a half years and come to this little rural town of Kilcoy, I just cried and cried and cried. But he said to me that, I, that uh, his presence is moving and he said to me, I know you'll follow me. So I came up here and the way he's showed me to evangelise the most is to just go out in community and do the stuff that you normally do, whether it's go to the gym, to the pool, go shopping... And I would go down to the pool, and of course I'm 74, so I had a a nice nana face, and the little kids would start talking to me when they were down there with their mums, and then the mums would start talking to me. And at times there were people that would tell me, I seem to have that sort of a face where people tell me their life story. And so I'd start hearing about the different awful things that had happened in mostly ladies' lives, and that gave me the um, scriptural 
uh, way to be able to share, which is always have a ready answer for the hope that lies within you. So I would tell them how the Lord saved me from deadly depression. And I have been able to tell that story hundreds, hundreds of times to people just through just going around in the community in this place where I live here, sowing seeds of friendship, um, like I first worked in childcare up here, so I got to know a lot of the parents and the children. And now some of those children or parents work in the local shops, their hairdressers, and I've got that link with them from when I first come up here. So that, I think, is one of the best ways. As how it says, you know, we overcome come by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Mm. And see, that's our story. And, it, and it's so real to us that as people listen, we can see how real it is to us and it gives them pause for thought. Uh, there's even, because, you know, down at the pool, there was a hydrophonics pool there where people go down to exercise their knees and injured parts. I got so many opportunities down there. People would tell me what was wrong with them and I'd say, are, are you a person that believes in God or would you mind if I prayed for you? And they'd say, you know what, I never had one person refuse me. Wow. And right there in the pool, I would pray for their uh, healing. Uh, one lady I delivered from a terrible fear. She'd had an awful car accident, and that terrible thing followed her for years. Um, oh, just amazing, amazing little experiences like that, just from going through my daily life. And Sharon, I'm curious, did you do baptisms as well? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have done. I yeah. baptised my great-grandson down there one day. Yeah, great. Um, and, I, and, I, and, and I've done some in the ocean. I've baptised people yes. in the ocean. <laughs> That's wonderful. I've led most of my um, seven children. I've got seven children. I've led most of them to the Lord or they uh, gave their life to the Lord in different ways. My grandchildren baptised my grandchildren in the Holy Spirit. Wow. Awesome. Uh, when I look after them, I spend a lot of time praying with them and over them. Um, yes. And I'm not a person that's not free of pain or um, there's times I get tired too. But uh, you know what? I'm listening to Vision Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Sharon. I decided I'd, go fast. I, I decided I'd go on a fast from television. Okay. Good on you. Um, but, I, but I used to watch the good shows, like Gardening Australia and everything, but it was the ads in between that used to disturb me. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sharon, I'm just so blessed to hear that you are naturally supernatural when you get out and share your testimony. Mm. Uh, Stu, isn't it great to hear oh, um, you know, such a, a natural evangelist just sharing a faith, you know? Yeah, mm. absolutely. Mm. And it's, it's so inspirational to hear that. And um, mm. that should be the normal Christian life, really. Right. Every one of us, if we've got the focus. And I think, you know, one of the things I've just picked up for, from Sharon is, is that she's She's intentional about yeah. what she's doing. She's not just like, because <clears throat> I, I talk to some Christians and they say, I, I really want to share the gospel, but I, I never have any opportunities. And yeah. then you talk yeah. to other people and they go, isn't that great? How It doesn't matter where you go. There's always an opportunity to talk to someone about Jesus. But yeah. it's about it being intentional. She's asking the question, do you believe in God? Would you like mm. me to pray for you? You know, mm. and She's initiating a conversation and that's... Yeah. You know, we've just got to be bold and, and take some steps of faith and see what God will do. And mm. you'll be amazed at what God can do if you just take that step of faith and, mm. and you know, ask a question. But the, other, oh, sorry, but the other little thing I do when I go down the shop, if I see a lady that's 
she's just gone and got her hair done. I'll pop up behind her and I'll say, your hair looks so beautiful today. Or um, I'll ask an elderly gentleman, are you okay there? Do you need some help with what you're looking for? Like, I also actually intentionally form friendships. I form mm. relationships within my little community here. I try to get, I try to look at the names of the ladies at the IGA of their badges so that yeah. I can call them by their name. I ask people, what's your name? Mm. So that I can say to them, uh, good morning or something like that. Yes, uh, yes it's, it, it, I think sometimes people think evangelising is just talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. But you know what? But I'll tell you what, if you put an onion in the fridge, Everything else smells like the onion. <laughs> That's if we, true. If, if we truly believe that we carry the fragrance of Christ, it's going to follow us even if we just say good morning to somebody. Mm, mm. That's yeah. awesome. And, hey, Sharon, you know, um, there's a team uh, who have planted a church in Kilcoy recently, and uh, one of the chaplains at our, our church who, who does our homeless ministry, he takes a team once a month, to Kilcoy on a Sunday afternoon. They have a one-hour prayer meeting for Kilcoy, and they walk around the town and they pray over Kilcoy, and then they help this uh, church that's just been, uh, an ACC church that's been planted in there, and they're seeing people come to Christ, and I bet you they're an answer to your prayers in Kilcoy as well, hey? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, (laughs) because I've been up here since 2009. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And absolutely, absolutely sent. I've got an apostolic and prophetic ministry, and I was a- absolutely sent here. Wonderful. Um, so, it's yes, it is wonderful to see all these uh, answers to prayer. But do you know what the, the great thing is? that it, People sometimes think, oh, I'm just a little old lady sitting at home. What can I do? Well, do you know what? Intercessory prayer... You know, we are kings, and I might be a little old lady in Kilcoy. I'm not a little old lady in Pasadena. But I might be a little old lady in Kilcoy, but you know what? I'm a king and a priest unto my God. I'm an intercessor. Um, and another time I'll tell you a couple of things that the angels have done for me. But I don't want to take up other people's space because I heard you say it before you only have 22 minutes left. So, look, thank you so much once more for this opportunity to share Um how the Lord is working in our lives and how he just so loves people and um, and just where he can send you to. Amen. Well, good on you, Sharon. Thanks for your call. God bless. You too. Bye. And we're going from one on-fire woman of God to another on-fire woman of God. Uh, if you want to call through, phone lines are open on 1-800-316-316. And we've got Wendy from Casino, who is my beautiful mum. How you doing, mum? I'm doing fine, thanks, Matt. <laughs> what would you like to share with us today, Matt? You're in Mom? your element talking to an evangelist, don't you? <laughs> oh, I'm loving it. Yeah, I've got my good mate Stu here. We're talking about evangelists. It doesn't get much better. <laughs> yeah. Now, look, I wanted to say, as soon as I, you know, you asked the question, why don't more people do um, talk about evangelism uh, to, their, to people? Well, one of the points that I've noticed, I've been saved for 41 years now, um, and it's, we just don't have any Christian, uh, all of our friends are Christian nowadays, and we just do not come across mm. others that aren't Christian much. Apart from like what Sharon was just saying, obviously you meet them in the town, mm. but often you can't, um, you know, if you're at a supermarket checkout, there's not much you can say, you know, <laughs> there's not much you can say unless you're, you know, really wandering around. And, and um, this is 
one of the problems that many Christians face, and I think it needs to be mentioned. You know, how do you find other people that aren't Christians to be able to share the gospel with them? I used to in the early days when I was first saved, mm. and I got some people saved. Um, but, you know, after a while, you just don't end up with those sort of people anymore. You, you end up with a, a whole lot of Christian friends, and that's about it. And Stu and I were just chatting about that off air. There's some statistics about yeah. if you're a Christian, when you first become a Christian, you're much more likely to share your faith. Is that right, Stu? Absolutely. Yeah. Within two years of becoming a Christian, we've normally lost contact with most of our non-Christian contacts, apart from workmates and family, because mm. we're sort of stuck to those. Yeah, um, yeah. But but yeah, mm. it, it's a real shame, I th- and I would encourage Christians to get out in the community, draw, yeah. join a sports club, join the Rotary Club, join something club, mm. mix with other non-Christians. Don't make church your entire life, otherwise you, you're not yeah. connecting with non-Christians at all. Mm. Unless you're intentional, like um, you know, uh, we've just been hearing about, you know, actually that going lady, into... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And the other thing is, um, you know, like when I'm checking out of a of a supermarket, just because you brought that example, because um, there's different tools for different things. I'd never put, put, bring out my G7 app and say, "Hey, can I can I show you this?" You know, it's going to take five minutes, and we've got three people behind me all wanting to to buy their food. It's just inappropriate, yeah. you know. And so you just think, what can I do? But I've got little cards that I have in my pocket, mm. uh, uh, Answers About mm. Life dot com cards, and. Um, I can send people these if, if you want them. Get in touch with me. Go to our website. But um, they're great because you can just say that, you know, when you pay your money, you just hand it over and say, hey, look at, have a look at this when you get a chance. And people are like, oh, okay, thanks. Mm, yeah. And then they just put it in their pocket. It's got a little QR code on it, and they scan it, and they have right. a look at the, you know, and it's got the gospel on there. It's got questions like, how do you know God's real? Mm-hmm. What about the other religions? What about the suffering in the world? Um, you know, great questions. Mm-hmm. How can we trust the Bible? So people can, you know, it's got apologetics and evangelism on that website. So, mm. so if people want them, they can go to traintoproclaim.com. That's right. And send you an email and yep. you'll send them out. Yeah. Praise God. Awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to ask for some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mum, you've got something else to share with us. Well, I have. Uh, I, ha- uh, I have a gift of, of poetry that God gave me some years ago. And I do use this gift for evangelism whenever I can. And I've got a poem I'd really love to read out. Um, it's and it's actually been turned into a song by some people from WA. They like my poem because so I put my poems on on Facebook and on uh, Aussie Christians on Facebook, and, that, and a lot of people share them as well with their non-Christian friends. So there is there are other ways that you can get out other than just talking individually. You know, you can use your gifting. And anyway, this is my poem. It's called The Great Commission. Revive us, Lord. We ask of you. We know it's on your heart. The world is dark and gloomy. Show us, Lord, our part. You've said to watch and always pray, to be the salt and light, to love and care for others and to help them in their plight. But sometimes, Lord, it's difficult as evil rears its head. It tries to stop us working and fills us all with dread. We know you've told us clearly to go throughout the earth to share the love of Jesus and tell of the new birth. You've said the fields are ripe and harvest time is here. So give us strength and power and take away our fear to reach the many people, the ones that don't know you, that live their lives without a hope, who have to just make do with evil, pain and suffering and days of fear and strife. Strife When you have something better, it's called abundant life. So Lord, wake up your people, stir us all to go. We'll be the generation to see our kingdom grow. 
for Jesus Christ is coming soon. We know he's on his way. We may not know the time or hour, but it could be any day. He needs to find us occupying, each with our own mission, obeying his last word to us. It's called the Great Commission. 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 (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) What a great poem. That's my poem. (laughs) Good on you, Mum. That's awesome. I'll put that on my Facebook page a bit later today. Hey, people will love that. I'll send it awesome. to you, okay? Send it to me, Mum. Uh, awesome, Mum. Thank you so much for your encouragement, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk and, soon, uh, hey? I also mentioned, yep. I should also mention, I'm glad I've brought up a son who's an evangelist. So. Oh, thanks, <laughs> Mum. That's my part. <laughs> All right, okay, love you, Mum. Thanks for your call. <laughs> bye. And we're chatting with Stu Miller from traintoproclaim.com. And once again, if you do want to get those gospel cards uh, that are available, uh, go to traintoproclaim.com. Uh, and uh, I'm also uh, really keen to find out more about Global Outreach Month in just a moment. We do have one more call. We're going to talk to Mary from Dolby. How are you, Mary? I'm well, thank you. What would you like to chat about? Um, I was very interested in your mum's uh, uh, comment. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach six RI classes of a, of a week in Dolby, mm-hmm. and... Um, we have unsaved people in those classes <laughs> because they haven't made, they haven't made a decision for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, I start off my classes by telling the kids about Jesus and his disciples coming back from you know a, a week of evangelizing, mm-hmm. and the the other guys are all tired. But guess what? Jesus sees a clump of kids. And he wants to go and play ball with them. <laughs> he just loves children. Um, yeah, so they they love that. Um, I I've been doing it for oh, twenty five years plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a Bible college. Um, I came to the Lord uh, at a Bill Newman crusade at the end of ninety one, mm-hmm. and I just love sharing Jesus. It's mm, wonderful. <laughs> well, that's what it's all about, Mary. Really appreciate your call today. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless. God bless. And uh, Stu, before we wrap it up today, mate, um, I really just want to say you, you have inspired me uh, over the years because I've, you know, I've had you at my church and I've heard you speak. I've had you on the radio a number of times, and every time I see you, um, I, and I see your social media stuff, and I think, wow, you know, we need to not just evangelize, but equip people to evangelize. Absolutely. And uh, I know that you've got a gift at doing that. So if people want to book you, you're happy to travel. Absolutely. Preach at churches, Mm -hmm. do evangelism seminars, uh, and you can travel, but you can also do it on Zoom and Skype as well if people want to book you as well. Yeah, if if travel's not feasible, then Mm. we can do Zoom. I love doing it in person, though. Yep, yep. Uh, You know, and, Mm. and yeah, so... Don't feel that, you know, my church is too small or whatever. Mm. We can make something happen, yeah, even great. if it is on Zoom. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to be able to work with any church, any group of people that want to be better equipped to share the gospel. Yeah, absolutely. And once so. again, if people want to search uh, the G7 app, uh, you can find that at any of your app stores. Encourage you to, uh, to uh, search that up. And it's very easy to use. Uh, and it's also uh, uh, there's also a big event coming up uh, called Go Movement Pacific, which is on TBN TV. Yep. Now, they have an app if you want to watch them online, or you can watch it through satellite TV as well. Tell yep. us about this big day. Uh, yeah. Also, um, you can just go to Facebook and look up 
Go Movement Pacific. Yep. And um, you can watch it live there. It's going to be streamed. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the uh, central point where you can ask questions. You can Great. type your questions in. And the, the nine evangelists that are on that are sharing will see your questions come up. And oh, they, they may respond to your questions and answer them uh, live on air. Excellent. Uh, so that'll be that's going to be a great event. It's going to be like uh, yeah, a smorgasbord of evangelism, tips, mm. tricks, and and training. Fantastic. So good. And once again, uh, if you want to find out more about Global Outreach Day, it's globaloutreachday.com.au. Uh, Stu, always a pleasure to catch up, mate. Thanks for joining us. Awesome. Thanks, God bless. Mate. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.